Hello, and welcome to the Travel Nursing and Allied Life podcast. This podcast is brought to you by the Travelers Conference. The Travelers Conference is a really cool conference that happens in September every year in Vegas for and created by travel healthcare workers. It is so much fun. So if you haven't come, definitely come this next year and join us. My name is Laura Latimer, and I am the host of this segment of the podcast. And the segment is all about trends, the future, and technology in our industry, so we can get a glance at what's coming and how our industry is changing. This episode is going to be my reflections, my thoughts, my predictions based on going to the SIA conference, which is another amazing conference. I look forward to it every year. It's where the executives and the CEOs and um, leadership teams of healthcare staffing agencies and some of the people that help the, the staffing agencies to staff us healthcare travelers, it's where they go to learn. They're probably wondering what are the trends, which specialties are going to be most in need, what new legislation is going on that could impact us, and laws, and they can share with each other of what new technologies are coming out and new strategies to have great businesses. And so I love coming here to learn about the future of the industry and where it's heading and what the leaders of our staffing agencies are thinking. So we are going to talk about three main things. One, I want to share with you guys what's growing in the industry. Two, I want to share with you guys what's changing pretty rapidly in the industry. And then three, um, some predictions that's a little bit further out, maybe five years or 10 years, of where this industry is likely or possibly headed. Um, so I will say of all the SIA conferences I've been to, this one was probably the most interesting in that so much has changed so quickly because we had a world pandemic. And in travel healthcare, you guys probably know if you're in this industry, we got massively impacted by this pandemic that has happened. And so in that, let's talk about some things. So growth, of course, this year in 2021, this past year, we had a ton of growth. You guys would have seen it in how much you're getting paid. You would have seen it in how many opportunities are out there. There were also other things that grew, though, that were a little bit more behind the scenes. Um, the use of MSPs grew substantially. The amount of people um, who were engaging in telehealth as far as the patient population grew hugely. And a lot of that has to do with regulations and insurance reimbursements and some of those rules being changed for telehealth. About 50% of recruiters are currently working from home. That was a massive change, whereas before, the recruiters we work with would typically be in a cubicle, in an office, and so that staffing agency could only get talent that was right around that area that could commute in. Now, 50% work from home, and the prediction is that it'll stay that way, that the companies will not go back to just an in-person culture. And what that does is it expands who they can get as recruiters from across the whole entire United States states, which was a big change, not just for our industry. We saw it in all kinds of different industries where people work from their computer from home and the leadership team saw, wow, there's really not this huge productivity decrease that maybe we were afraid of. And so companies are liking the access to talent across the whole United States. And so we will probably see that trend stay for the staffing side. 
Um, other things. So let's talk about the most common buzzwords I heard when I went to different sessions and um, even just amongst like the conversation when we were just having cocktail hours. So if you are at the water cooler at this conference, here's what you would probably overhear. A lot of conversations about price gouging or at least complaints that the travel healthcare industry is gouging prices, which essentially the fear is that these facilities outpatient rehab facilities, hospitals, they can't afford the bill rates that are required to bring in travelers. But the supply and demand is so tough that they have to get healthcare workers in and their costs go up and up, up and up with bill rates, but they can't really afford it. It's not sustainable. It's really tricky. Um, many of them, especially at the hospital level, are getting support from the government to help pay for it, but it won't last forever because it can't. However, what's hard is that that staffing agencies in the middle are kind of a two-way street. They are recruiting, and so they might be the ones that are pulling permanent workers and perm nurses away from their jobs to say, hey, look how much more you can get paid. Look how much better this is. And then those same exact people that they're pulling the staff from with all of the marketing, um, they now need a traveler. And so they need to go then and staff that traveler. And so there seems to be a disaligned incentive. And so although it is driven by supply and demand, and these nurses, of course, want to go and make more money as a traveler and get the crisis pay that they deserve in all of this, it's hard. The staffing agency is kind of in an awkward spot in the middle. And so there's even been some complaints um, to the government to look at, is this legal? Is it price gouging? Or is it simple supply and demand, but also long-term, what are we going to do about this? This is not sustainable. So that was a, a chat about what the future of that looks like. And I'll kind of alongside that, talking about being in this travel bubble right now, and that this bubble also can't last forever of how high the prices are. Something's got to give somewhere. And so a lot of people were musing about how that bubble might pop. So alongside that comes direct sourcing. And so the staffing agency does a lot of things for the facilities. They do the credentialing, they're the employer of record, they do payroll, they take on a lot of the liability and the risks and the workers' comp claims, many things that this um, middleman, the staffing agency takes on. So then essentially the hospital gets a qualified good healthcare worker that can more or less hit the ground running and help out the facility. But in that, and all of the price fluctuations and everything, many hospital systems want to do direct sourcing, cut out the staffing agency and go direct to the healthcare workers, whether that's bringing in their own travelers that go on their payroll, their own per diem staff. It doesn't just have to be permanent staff. Now that's hard. That was hard in the past because of how much work it was to get that candidate pool and to do all of those different things to onboard them. But the reason it's becoming simpler is because of technology. There's more and more technologies that are coming out that allow us as travelers to do our own credentialing and have all of our own paperwork already ready. There is lots of self-service things where they can just post jobs and the candidate can self-interview, self-apply, 
self-select their benefits that they want, self-onboard, so many things that used to take a person. And so with that, direct sourcing is now a potential option. So there's a prediction that we might see more direct sourcing in the future. And this bubble of travel healthcare won't necessarily pop and go away, but it won't keep growing ever bigger. We're kind of reaching this point of this isn't sustainable for the healthcare system to support this many travel healthcare workers. So at some point, something's got to change. Technology was a huge topic of this conference. And along with technology came the buzzword automation. A lot of staffing agencies are trying to figure out how they can automate as much as possible. So the humans are only doing what humans really need to do. And technology and computers are doing many of the jobs that recruiters um, or um, account managers or credentialing specialists used to do. And so if we look kind of at the past history of travel healthcare in early 2000s, that was very recruiter centric. The whole thing was based on these salespeople that could get on the phone with healthcare workers, tell them where the jobs were, tell them what the pay is, do the negotiating, tell them what credentials they need, getting the credentials sent into them. It was very manual. And then probably in the last couple of years, maybe around 2017, venture capitalists started looking at our industry and they started raising their eyebrows and saying, whoa, look at this industry that has so much revenue flowing through it. There's so much money going through this industry, but the way that they're doing it is kind of old fashioned and it doesn't have good technology in it like other industries do have. And so they thought, man, if we just put money into this industry and give it to the right leaders, they can probably build a company that does this much more efficiently because there's no reason for a human to have to sit there and talk and tell you about the thousand jobs that are out there, they, you should definitely be able to just look like we look for Zillow, you know, like we look for a lot of other things in the world today where we can just browse. They're seeing, look, they should be able to just browse their own jobs. They should be able to just see pay upfront. You don't need a recruiter to manually put that in. It's just a math equation that computers can do at scale instantly. You shouldn't have to do so much back and forth with credentialing. There should be a simple dashboard and travelers can upload their documents all on their own and it walks them through it. Or even better, the travelers have their own credentialing. They are the source of truth for that and can hand over a link that says, here's all of my credentials that I travel with and keep with me. But there's so many little things that are just really unnecessary. Even things as simple as like, getting check-ins every other week um, or every week, whatever it is, getting check-ins and make sure you're doing okay. Recruiters drop the ball on this all of the time. And sometimes we can feel like, um, am I just all alone out here? Does my company care? But with technology, you can easily automate these kind of things where there's check-in text messages every week or every other week or payroll reminders. Say, hey, you haven't sent in your time card. These are things that computers can scan, see, and then automatically tell us about, you don't need a human there. So then with that changing, the staffing agencies will need less humans to run the staffing agency. Us as travelers, we are more modern. We're more used to computers. We don't necessarily want to talk on the phone to our recruiters all the time for every step. We are ready for this 
per the polls, per um, what we're hearing. Travelers are now re ready for something that is more self-service. We are way less scared of that than we used to be. We're starting to see behind the curtain and realize, man, we can do this if we just have the data. And then instead of having a recruiter, you just have a customer support team there. There's always humans there to talk to you if you need it, but you don't have to talk to them if you don't want to, you know, except for maybe once for like an interview. So they make sure you are who you say you are and you look like a good candidate to represent their company. Hopefully they're doing some vetting of us travelers. But with all of that, the prediction is right now, it's a pretty mixed model and companies who did it their traditional way are dipping their toes into self-service options or dipping their toes into apps. Some are pretty good. Some are really not good yet, but people are all looking at this. And then some companies did get venture capital money, lots of it. There's companies out there who have raised $150 million to build these technologies. Um, and so this is happening. So the prediction is then in five years from now, which is not that long, we're mostly gonna be doing self-service. And then in 10 years, the recruiter's role is going to be changed forever. I don't know who would still have the recruiters as they are today. Because if you think about it, think of the last time you had to actually call a travel agent to book a flight for you. We all can book our own flights on our own. And so at some point that's gonna become so common, it's gonna feel weird and almost like we're being held back if the recruiter has to do many of these things rather than us being able to do it ourselves. So future, the recruiters will change. Also that changes the pay structure. Recruiters in the early days had a base rate and then could get very high commissions. Today, still in most companies, but not all of them, the recruiters get a base rate and then they can get all of these commissions for you know, booking us. And the commissions can get really high. They can be a very expensive role. But in the future, that role is gonna be a customer service role. Um, it might be named something different, but that's essentially what it is. It's gonna be inbound requests. We are going to have a great experience, you know, onboarding ourselves. And if we get stuck, we can call in and there'll be a human there to help us. So now the recruiters will have a base rate and not have these commission structures. So then you might ask, well, where is that money probably going to go? <clears throat> and in all likelihood, that money is not going to go to the pockets of the staffing agency. It's actually most likely going to go to us, the healthcare workers. We'll probably get paid a bigger percentage of the bill rate, but also it'll probably go to the client side in savings where they have a bit of a lower bill rate. We get paid a little bit higher and the staffing agency might make about the same amount of money but with lower margins because they don't have to pay these huge commissions. Their business structure is now structured more like a technology company with great humans to help as needed. But so many of these things can happen without a whole bunch of hands, which is a lot less payroll for them. So those are predictions for the technology in the future. If you want to know where growth is happening, they're looking at that growth being in the per diem space in local contracts and even potentially contracts that are not 13 weeks, they might be three weeks or six weeks, they might be different numbers. In the travel healthcare industry, not necessarily growing a whole ton, 
um, but not just totally shrinking either. But we'll probably see more direct sourcing, more unique contracts, more hospitals wanting to source their own candidates from local pools of people. So those are predictions, but that will be, you know, five years out, something like that. And then lastly, things to hopefully be optimistic about. So the hope is that in the future, there's going to be more compact licensure um, and actually a universal compact licensure is what we are optimistically hoping for, where it's not state by state, it's universal. And the other prediction is potentially Medicare rates might have to go up to be able to take on the costs of healthcare workers. So it doesn't look like our rates will most likely drop back to what they were pre-pandemic. However, they cannot stay as high as they are right now because it's not sustainable. And so there probably will be increases in what we get paid just normally after the pandemic's over. But the way they might do that is by having to increase the Medicare costs. So that is a potential. So those were my big takeaways from SIA this year. I want to give a big thanks to all the speakers at SIA, all the smart people I got to talk to. In between the sessions, I learned so much. And I'm curious what you guys think about these changes. I, for one, am a huge fan. I've always been a big advocate for transparency and for technology. And I think there's a lot of wasted costs in uh, staffing agencies right now. So I'm excited. And I um, hope as travelers, we all embrace this new technology that's coming because big picture, it's most likely going to be much better for us. So exciting things ahead. And thanks for tuning into this podcast. And we will see you next time on Travel Nursing and Allied Life. Thanks so much. Bye. Thanks for listening to Travel Nursing and Allied Life. You can find the full show notes below or at TravCon.org. Please help us out by rating our podcast on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts.